0: Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host Brian Vote. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker Brian
1: Vote. Yeah. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us Ready, Set, Sold. My name is Brian Vote happy saturday everyone hope you're having a fantastic weekend this show if you don't know this is our second show and this show is dedicated to helping sellers getting top dollar and a fast sale with their most prized possession usually their biggest asset and that is their house a little background about me i've been in real estate for 16 years i also have a team with me, and combined with that, we have about 30 years of experience in selling real estate. Going back a little bit further, I've always had this this desire to write a book, now not a John Grisham book, but just a book to be able to explain to people the simple steps, and there's basically 12, and I narrowed it down in my book, 12 proven steps to get your house sold for top dollar and a fast sale. So I wrote the book. It became a number one bestseller. I was very pleased with that. And now the radio station came calling and knocked on my door and said, Hey, I'll be doing an hour program. And this is kind of in the short version where we're at. One of the things that comes up that I get asked constantly is why they write the book. I would break it down to three reasons very briefly. Number one, I wrote the book simply because there's so much confusion out in the marketplace that there's the TV shows, but they're on the East Coast and on the West Coast. There's nothing in the Heartland. There's nothing in the St. Louis and Metro East Market. And that was concerning to me, and there was just so much confusion when we'd meet with sellers and they just wasn't sure what to do. It doesn't mean that they didn't want to do things, they just didn't know what to do. And sometimes we would meet with sellers and they would do, unfortunately, the wrong things, something they got from a show or from the internet, and spend tens of thousands of dollars that they weren't gonna get that value back. And the last thing is, as I mentioned before, this is most people's biggest asset. This is serious stuff. And giving them a roadmap, and that's why it's 12 proven steps. This isn't theory, hypopathy. I don't think I said that word right. But <laughs> anyway, uh, it's, it's, that's not direction it is. This is, again, 12 proven steps. So having said that, what I like to do is introduce my guests for today, and I'm so excited that they could make it. Dave Hoy and Deb Rust of New American Funding. Hey, thanks so much for coming. Hi,
2: thank you for having us. Thank you so much for having us, Brian. We're super excited to be here.
1: You know what was funny is, is before we, uh, before the show, we were talking, and I was I was really amazed and actually pleased. That you guys have been in each 20 years into this business i mean that's that's amazing so that's quite a, a feat in itself and i think also i mean this is the nicest way because I know this is radio, but Dave's a good-looking guy. He's got everything going. I can see 20 years on him. But Deb, okay, Deb, i got to tell you, you, know, were you five when you I started? I was just a baby. So you, so, so you met buyers on tricycle, right. and, you, and that's how it worked out. I gotcha. you, gotcha. No, thanks so much for joining us. And, and, and I think the reason why I wanted them this time is because, to give you a little recap of what we talked about last week, and that is, The timing of it, and and for most people, people know this is a a great time to be putting your house in the market. The market has been doing great, especially in the metro east and other parts of the area. But I think the other part of it is it's it's a three month window, and kind of to recap that, that's one of the things we talked about is is it's a three month window. And markets don't last usually more than three months. And either way, they can go up, they can go down. Those type of scenarios. So that was kind of the basis of it. Also, the true cost, while your house is sitting, you're deciding to put your house on the market, can be up to $2,000 when you talk taxes, insurance, uh, principal and entrance, HOAs, utilities. So those things start to add up. So now's the time, if you've been thinking about it, this is the time to go ahead and get your house on the market. And right now, I'm offering the book completely free. It's a paper book uh, and paperback be sent to you. All you need to do is go to ReadySetSold.org, not .com, ReadySetSold.org, not .com, and pick up the book. It will be sent to you, be sent to wherever you're located at. And just so you know, there is no obligation, absolutely zero obligation. It's just a way of getting the value out so that you know what you need to do to get your house sold for top dollar. So it's very important. Having said that, the topic that i want to talk about today is actually step two and what we're doing is, is we're doing this in steps last week was step one this week is step two we're going to be moving forward we may move things around just a little bit we may jump here and there but right now we're going with step two and that's really trying to pick out the seven questions but i'm for time purposes i've narrowed down to three critical questions you have to ask for your role and i think when it really comes down to it, and this is why I love the idea that you guys have been doing this for 20 years, because I think there's a, there, there's a correlation with that. One of the things that you have to have both, and that is in real estate, yes, years of service, but also a running track record. And you have to have both because real estate, I think it's a little bit different with lending. I think and Deb, you can tell me differently, is that you really still have to produce, so eventually they're going to, it's just not going to work out. Is, is that correct?
0: No, correct, for sure. I always joke, uh, the experience I have, the years in lending, doesn't make me smarter. It just makes me, I've seen more. I've seen mm-hmm. more, everything. And uh, I know a workaround, you know, just about, nothing scares me, you know. Right. And, uh, but no, I'm not smarter than somebody that joined the business last year. It changes sure drastically
1: sure that's a good point and and that's the correlation that, that most people don't know about real estate there are agents and that's why both things have to have you have to have a running track record a good indicator could be five to seven years but then have you sold homes during that period of time have you seen the entire market yes the market's moving up but have you worked in other markets where it wasn't so good what most people don't know is, and, and this we talked about this before the show, and I think it's the same thing with lenders, that now when the market's going well, all of a sudden the realtors that have held their license, uh, maybe lenders now all of a sudden think this is a great time to jump in. And that may sound good as, as for them, but it may lead to problems down the road, as you mentioned, Maybe you have something specific, maybe not, but something specific of of where a new you know, lender would come in and make a critical mistake.
0: Correct, correct. Yeah, you have a lender that uh, you know is in it for the paycheck. That's that's never good. You sure. know, you want a lender that um, even in down times, you know, focuses on you know learning constantly and and keeping abreast on things, not just wanting the commission.
1: No, and that's <laughs> a good point. And I think that's the same thing when we're talking about the real estate side because. The difference is, as I mentioned, there's holders in this business for 10, 15 years. Now here's the fact that most sometimes sellers don't know. They may have not sell the house in five years and they just literally haven't. So they've kept their license and they've kind of, as you mentioned, kind of waited. Now they don't know anything more. They haven't done anything and they can give you some very, very bad information. I mean, extreme bad information. I think it works. Same thing with uh, on the lending side give you some wrong information that can lead to some serious heartbreak. For example, a new agent coming in, it could be a new agent or it could be an older agent, and just not knowing the changes and things that have have changed yearly, sometimes monthly. And I think that's really key and important, and it can cost people serious money. One of the things is, is not really having a firm grasp of the market, of the marketplace, and what can happen, most people are concerned about having their house priced too low, and that is, that's a legit concern. But when you have an inexperienced agent, they tend to overprice the home. They try to make it even more than what it is, and that creates, I know in more than a few situations we've heard, where the seller love the idea. I mean, who doesn't want 10000 20000 I mean, of course they do. However, it, it turned out to be a, a financial disaster because it was on the market six months. It never sold, there was never a reason. The seller would constantly ask the agent. The agent said, well, I don't know. It must be this, it must be that. It's kind of like the excuse, fill of why it wasn't done. And at the end, since it was on the market for six months, they did get a new realtor. But again, I mentioned before, about the true cost and though you're making those monthly payments and you're doing the HOAs and the taxes and insurance so they get a new agent top professional says hey look you know this is the price point that's probably going to work best however you have six months on the market and perception is reality in real estate it just is and so they did reduce it to the price that it needed to be at however Buyers looked at it and said, "Why has it been on the market That's for 180? Wrong. Yeah, what's wrong with it? Right. There must be something wrong with it." In the end, it took 10 months, and what happened was, is that they had to take another two price breaks within that period of time. And when you put everything together, they lost between 30 and 40 thousand dollars. And this wasn't a half a million dollar home. This was a home that I think was about 180, 190 thousand dollars. So they just got to the point where they just had to move. And so that's why having both those things is so important, and I think on the winning side too. What we're going to be doing is, is uh, after the break, we're going to be talking about question number two. And number two is going to be dealing with, do they come from a place of service? I love what you said, Deb, about that. Do they actually listen to you? They listen to your needs and how important that really is and how critical that really is. So during the break, hey, get the book. Go to readysetsold.org, not .com, readysetsold.org, not .com, get the book. You don't have to use me. I don't care. Get it for yourself, and then read it and give it to the realtor you're going to be using. I I don't care. It's that important. So you're listening to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Book. See you on the other side. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Soul. Thanks so much for joining us this Saturday morning. With me today, I have Dave Hoy of New American Funding along with Deb Rust. Thank you so much for being here. Thank
0: you for having me. Thanks us.
1: again. Hey, we kind of left off the last, the last segment and we were talking about the importance of having a running track record and experience and not having an experienced agent i.e. for real estate, are on the lending side too, and they can get to some really serious troubles because you mentioned you've seen it all, and that's a great point. The second part of it is, and you brought it in, looking for the paycheck type of situation, and you can be, and I hate to say this, but it's the truth, you can be a top agent, you can have some uh, a good success record, but you don't come in with the attitude of service, but you go in the attitude of this is how it's going to be. Sometimes we've heard sellers going into it, and they feel much worse than what they left, and that's not really, the hopefully, the attitude that they should be having. And what I mean by that, when, when we talk about a question, and it comes back is, is you ask yourself, maybe this is something you ask yourself, but you ask, is this something, uh, is this person looking at for my best interest, or is this person just a taskmaster? And one of the things that I always find ironic is sometimes, and that's why you need to get the book, but sometimes people feel less adequate about their house and and, and what they have or they don't have. And too many times a realtor that comes in with that type of attitude that I heard one seller say, you know, kiss my ring type of saying that, thank goodness I'm here to save the day, even though you've, as a seller, been living there for 10 or 15 years and been doing okay without them. But now they're going to be there, to kind of the, the savior, shall we say. But what happens is is they turn around and start telling you everything you don't have. You, you realize you don't have a basement. You realize you don't have enough bedrooms. You don't have enough bathrooms. You don't. You know, your yard isn't that big. You don't have a garage. You don't have this. Your master bedroom isn't that big. All the things that, quite frankly... <laughs> I heard a seller say one time that she got so tired of the agent talking about not having a basement, she says, oh, thank goodness you're here because the last 10 years we've been looking for that <laughs> thing.
0: I didn't <laughs> okay. know Okay. <that.
1: laughs> I didn't know I didn't have a basement. Thanks so much for doing it. And many times what that is, uh, unfortunately, is is they're they're telling you what you don't have and they give you the impression that usually comes with a lower price. They want to actually work you down to a price where they can get a quick sale. Get your house moving, moving on. Top dollar, is it relevant? It's just getting your house sold. And that creates a a serious problem if you're not aware of it. Because sometimes people think, well, I guess this is how it has to be. And it's just not true. It just really isn't true at all. But they, then you have to ask yourself, is if they're going to be hitting your house and telling you how bad it is, how are they going to turn around and now all of a sudden market it and say this is the greatest house in? says...
2: Convincibility. Yeah, right.
1: convincibility. So, <laughs> so, I mean, just that alone becomes, becomes an issue. And Dave, I'm just curious, I'm sure with your years of experience, of having situations or you've known of situations where somebody, a lender, was just going for the paycheck and, I mean, I know you guys don't, but maybe you can give some stories or some relevance to that.
2: Yeah, um, that's a great point, Brian. So... We get a lot of business from agents that we work with um, where the you know, buyers are being led down the wrong path and the agent recognizes that pretty quickly and gives them a gentle nudge in our direction. Um, what sets us apart, I guess, part of it is, is just the service level and getting the, the, the client from the beginning part when the contract is first introduced to closing as quickly as possible. So, to give you an example, our average turn time um, on any transaction is around twenty two or twenty three days where most banks to give you a, a point of reference are around forty five days mm-hmm. or even longer. So our goal is to get that client from point A to point B the most efficient way possible while providing the most incredible service that they 've ever received um, and that 's really kind of what sets us apart as far as uh, service level goes but Going back to the the other lender thing, and it's very common, especially if they're not as busy as they'd like to be. Um, they're there for the commission, like you'd mentioned earlier or Deb had mentioned earlier, and that's just not a good combination uh, and then that turns that buyer off to the point where the agent gets brought in so it's just it's good to have a great lender up front. Sure. and then you don't have to worry about that so sure. sure and
0: i didn't want to interrupt dave but one of the one of the cool things and of course i i love where i work but new american is not you know not for that transaction we we're trying to cultivate you know mm-hmm. a customer for life so you know we don't want to just get the deal done and then have them you know yeah i was done but never want to come back to us never call us again or feel good about what they have you know sure. we want to we want to them to trust us, you know, for sure. Send their kids to us, send their families to us, you know, whatever. So we cultivate and really, uh, you know, listen to them up front, you know, just like you're talking with, you know, your seller.
1: No, I, I love that. I love that attitude. And I think we talked about that side as far as a place of service, but then there's the other side that if you are looking to hire a realtor, the exact opposite, and that is, is nothing they give you no direction they give you no idea and that can come into a situation of almost picking a number and well this number seems right and well what do I need to do to make improvements well it all seems to look good you could maybe do something or don't do this or don't do that and it becomes a very very frustration thing for sellers mm-hmm. they're actually looking for direction and most sellers are very knowledgeable, they do have some information, and most sellers want to make the improvements. They get it. They want to do the updating if they haven't already, the painting, the flooring, the kitchens and bathrooms, all those things they want to, but they get little or no direction. And yes, believe it or not, this comes from agents that have been doing this for years and also have a good track record because simply is one of the things that they don't put into consideration where the other person is now, 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 they have an attitude that is, well, when it sells, it sells. Yeah. What well, if that's two months, if that's four months, that's five months. And again, there's got, there has to be a middle ground, and that's what you're really looking for, and I think that's what people are looking for, is that middle ground of understanding that Our role is, yes, there's the marketing aspect, there's negotiating, but it's also as a a role of a consultant, I think Mm -hmm. similar to where we're talking about with lenders, Mm -hmm. of giving them information, giving them advice, helping them through the process, saying, hey, suggestions, hey, this could work really well here, what are your thoughts? I've found that you go in with sellers, I think that you guys would both agree when you talk with your clients, but i found with sellers that you just listen to them talk you, you truly listen to what they're saying and many times they are right dead on what they need to do and all you need to do is just say hey yeah i think that's a great idea and let's move forward so so working together on the real estate side is definitely a team event i mean it's, mm-hmm. it's something that you want to be both hand in hand together Debbie, you talked about it too i think on the lending side where there is a disconnect and become just a numbers game with some lenders and and that that just doesn't work.
0: It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Every buyer's different. Every buyer's circumstances are different. You really got to talk to them. You know, is this your house for life? Is this your house for three years? You know, what are you doing? And, um, you know, there's programs that just don't fit, and they need a lender that's honest with them and says, you know, this isn't right for you. This sure. You know, this is the, the direction we should head, and, you know. Sure.
2: Yeah, Deb makes a great point with that, if I don't yeah, mind and If
1: I could just interrupt, we, we, we're going to break, and that's okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll follow up. We'll pick up uh, on that the next segment, though. It's a good point. Hey, just so you know, we talked about this. There's seven things that you need to know, critical questions to ask. Go get my book, ReadySetSold.org, not .com, ReadySetSold.org, not Go there, pick up the book. It doesn't matter if you use me. Maybe you've already signed the paperwork and you're getting your house on the market next week. No problem. Just go ahead and get the book. I've been listening to Race It Sold and I'm your host, Brian Bent. welcome back thanks for rejoining us hopefully maybe you never left but if you're into this segment right here we're really excited about it about what we're going to be talking about in this segment and it's the third key element that you need to have when you're you're hiring a realtor and, and also I think as, as people have listened to of the importance of having uh, the right lender too and the third element is very simply trust and confidence do you do you hear what they're saying is the realtor saying everything you want to hear it's if there's one thing that i've heard and yes they have a good track record and yes they they're working with you and it seems like they're listening but at the end of the day is is what they're saying just doesn't ring true there's that thing in your stomach if there's one thing that i've heard from sellers that things didn't go well was listening to that intuition that everything just sounded so good mm-hmm. and this was going to happen and all this was going to play out and just do this, 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 and this and six months later they're still sitting there in the same or really worse situation because they're no closer to where they want to be at uh, maybe in Florida maybe downsizing, upgrading whatever the situation is. So, so trust, your, tr- trust your gut and also be looking for that confidence level. Not arrogance, not cockiness, but just the confidence level, the quiet confidence that they know that, hey, we've got a plan, we've sat down, I've heard your situation, I understand where you're coming from. Because it's so important to be asking questions, trying to find out we're informational based and your realtor should be informational based. And the simple, simple fact is, is if, if they don't ask you questions, then they're assuming a lot of things that may not be true and Dave you were you, you, we had to go to break but but you were going to finish the thought that you had
2: yeah so what i was going to say uh, on the experience side of things it's a little bit different on the lending side than the agent side and just that we deal with a ton of first time home buyers mm-hmm. and while we want to educate them and we want to give them options we're also the expert so from the experience side and having kind of seen it all mm-hmm. we definitely want to you you'll portray that to the client and make sure that they're doing the most efficient and best thing for them, uh, whether it be a first-time homebuyer grant or you know putting less or more money down. There's just a lot of things sure. that we can talk to them, but we definitely want to lead them in the right direction and not confuse them by laying options on the table that probably aren't best for them.
1: And, and that's a good point. And just, just to, a friendly reminder, I'm speaking here. That was Dave Hoy of New American Funding, and Deb Rust is here also. Now, that's a great point, And I think those parallels also work with the real estate side because you can have that agent that their ability of shall we say the confidence level is is to confuse the client that they start running numbers and look you even you could be a numbers person but I can tell you sometimes stories I've heard of agents and all of a sudden you know 90% here 20% here and and, and 1.5% and all these numbers and things of that nature look part of real estate is of course numbers but it's for the most part even by the National Association of Realtors is a small part there's also the the, the skill of houses that you've seen what you've seen before how does your house match up yes it's great when there's your location and you've got houses that just previously sold but you don't always have that and so relying on past history and the history of 7 10 16 whatever you guys 20 years on the lending side Really make, makes a difference. It really does because you can. You've seen this before, and you can help guide them and what they're trying to do and try to help them, and and be willing to say those things. Now, now, one thing that I I'll bring up a little bit, maybe you don't have it come up. We have it come up a little bit more. Is friends and family. If you're working with friends and family, and sometimes on the realtor side, it sounds like a good idea. <laughs> But the question is: Is can you have both? Meaning, is do you have a track record? Do you have those abilities of, of being able to sell homes, and also understanding is that that you know that is the agent, the person, your friend, your cousin going to be telling you what you need to hear? or you know the fear of not getting the true situation? On the selling side, it may be since they don't have that expert knowledge, they don't have that track record. That they're getting more and more involved in saying that you're not doing the right job. So friends and family and all that's really good, as long as you understand that, yeah, that's still professional.
0: Still a business.
1: Right, still okay. a business. And that's a great point. Mm-hmm. And that's what's really important is to understand it's still a business that you have to keep those things separately, and that can work out really well. Otherwise, you're going to have some very tense holiday. get-togethers for sure and some potential friendship breakups so hey we're going to go into our next segment we're going to talk more with Deb and Dave uh, more about on the lending side so I'm really excited about that again you're listening to Ready, Set, Sold I'm your host Brian Beck Welcome back. Thanks so much for rejoining us. This is Brian Boat. I'm the host of Ladies said Sold, and with me is Dave Hoy and Deb Rust of New American Funding. Hope you're having a great weekend. One of the things that we kind of left off with before was the fact of, of again, having that knowledge, having an understanding, working with family and friends and how that can be a concerning thing. And I would imagine the same thing. is not that you don't want to work with them, but... But the idea that you, Deb, you're getting into some personal situations sometimes. You're getting into that financial thing. How how do you guys handle it? How do you handle it, especially when it is a family member or a friend and it gets a little bit maybe concerning? Yeah,
0: quite frankly, I mean, and this is just how I am in life, you know, generally. is just you you got to take emotion out of it. You know, once you start working on feelings or, you know, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or anything, I mean, honesty is always the best way to go and, you know, just... Just get the deal done. Everybody's got the same goal, and I think people lose lose that in in the in the process of things. You know, we we all have the same goal. We want to get the loan closed. We want to get the house sold. We want to you know do that.
1: Well, yeah, that's a great point because I think that even on the lending side and also even on the real estate side, in the end, we are results oriented. I mean that is that is basically how how we're judged, and making every situation and making every home owner as happy and getting top dollar on a fast sale, that's definitely on the real estate side. I think on the lending side is making sure that that person is taken care of and and making sure that they understand what they're getting into and that they don't have a bunch of gobbledygook that they don't understand. And and Sometimes this happens. We've had experience. It doesn't mean the dot-com companies, lenders out there don't have some success records, but on a personal note, many times that is a concern and the concern is if something does, something minor, even as simple as uh, something different on the closing statement, that getting that response time versus having the lender there or having within a phone call away to get it taken care of, can made the difference between closing that day and not closing that day. And it seems like when those things happen, Friday is the day when the closing (laughs) doesn't take place, and so now everything's pushed back to Monday, and it just is a bad situation. Right. So, I mean, I think that's probably one of the benefits that you guys talk about a lot, and, you know, that's what we like, working with local lenders becomes so so important. And I think also the fact, because we're team-based, I have realtors that work with me and and transaction coordinators and and what have you, but you guys are team-based too, and that's a little unique in the lending. Is, Is that true, Dave?
2: yeah yeah absolutely um the the team part of of our dynamic and also our company is really kind of what makes me most excited about about what we do and and helping people and and how we can go about it the personal touch um you know at speaking about experience again, Deb and I have done it for a long time, and again, that's not everything uh in this business, but you know having seen how things don't work and how things do work um and kind of creating that uh that atmosphere you know where the client feels completely at ease with us from start to finish we walk them through the process we meet them in person we have local processing and underwriting so the decisions coming quickly the customers in the know uh, and Ex- knows exactly what to expect on a daily basis, that's a huge, huge advantage over you know, your bank or uh, the person that they're used to dealing with that's you know, not gonna return their call for three days, they're not working on the weekends. Um, things move rapidly in, in our, in our uh, side of things, so it's just good to have a grasp on it and make sure that that, that client or that, that person sitting across from you uh, is getting the best service possible. And your
0: dot-com people, you know, the problem is they'd have nothing to lose, you know, so they have a bad transaction or a transaction that goes south, you know, so they've got Joe Blow and wherever mad at them, they don't care, you know, whereas we do, you know, um, it's going to get back, you know, we're local, everybody that we work with is local, they're our family, they're our work family, you know, so uh, the last thing you want is to have anybody get a bad experience. And customer service is just one of the things that New American really, really drives home.
1: And, and I think that's the uh, same thing too and, and we talked about this a little bit earlier but one of the things that uh, having an experienced agent that has, has that background that's been doing this steadily for, for, for a period of time 7, 10, 16 years like myself 20 years like you guys and having a proven track record the funny part about it is is there are bumps in every transaction. Yeah, absolutely. It just is. If somebody tells you they're going to sell your home, it's going to be a perfect situation. I will tell you they are just—they just they just haven't sold any houses <laughs> before, okay? They just haven't. There are things that come up, and same thing on the lending side. And, 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 and the difference, though, is from an experienced agent that a non-experienced agent and an experienced lender and a non-experienced lender is, it's just a bump. Mm-hmm it's not the end of the story. And on the real estate side, we have seen so many times inexperienced agents that run these red flags that scare the sellers half to death. Mm. They get everything riled up and now everything is, it's kind of like the sky is falling situation. And sometimes they have driven the home so much that they've actually broken up deals. Correct. I mean, it's, it's just, it's crazy. You guys, I know being on the money side, you've heard some of the stories on the real estate side too, if they really, mess things up and so that experience that understanding that look you know let's take this one thing and we can work around it and I think that's that's really the thing that's so important on the learning side because there's so many different facets you can go what's the best choice and and I think that you probably had Fantastic amount of experience with that.
0: Absolutely, there's a lot of moving parts, and I tell people, you know, all the time, it's it's not you, it's not the property, it's not it's just everything coming together perfectly, and you can't you know you can't get down about something if there is a bump or if there is whatever, you just have to work around it.
1: No, and and that's a good point. And again, that's the same thing on the real estate side because one of the things is 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 a transaction, and on the real estate side, and this is one thing that I love about you guys, that especially in the Metro East and O'Fallon, Shiloh and Carbon, all those areas that we service, Columbia, Waterloo, all those places, there is a timeline when you have to have final loan commitment. Mm-hmm. And too many agents, and yes, I'm going to say too many lenders, ignore it. And that can be a deal breaker. And what that comes down to is 10 days before closing, you have to be able to show that you have proof of funds, that there's no other options, no, no restrictions, and you can close the deal. And just having that, and that's why having that speed that you guys have is, is so, so important. So that's a big thing on the real estate side, too. As a seller, hopefully your agent has also told you, too. Hey, we're running out of time on this segment here. Uh, we're going to be going to our wrap-up, and we be talking about what we're going to be talking about next week. I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be some interesting stuff. want to go back to the book and let you know that you can get it. Absolutely free, no strings attached. If you're just thinking about it, so if you're thinking even two years down the road, you've talked about it this morning at breakfast. Go get the book. ReadySetSold .org, not .com. ReadySetSold .org, not .com. Get the book. You'll be glad that you did. With that said, we're going to recap what we talked about already, and also what's coming on next week's show. And I think you'll be really interested to hear that. you listening to Brian boat at ReadySetSold Welcome back. This is Brian Vogt. I'm here with Dave Hoy and Deb Rust of New American Funding. We've been talking about really how to choose your realtor and the critical things that you need to to ask or at least to look for. And also on the lending side. And I know as far as on the realtor side, and there's more than just three that you can ask, of course, and there's more in the book. But just going with those three... Uh, it's going to give you a very good insight of, of, of what you're looking for, giving you an idea of having that number one track record and, and knowing that they've sold houses in all markets, not just on the hot markets. Because one of the things that people don't realize is that when you're selling in a slower market and they will do that... That there are things you can do to get serious, serious money. Your realtor should be able to do to get you serious money in a hot market more than an average agent or a new agent would even have any idea about. So that's, that's always a big plus, too. The other part of that, too, is, is making sure that they're working with you, that they're more of a consultant, that they're not sitting there telling you everything and this is how it has to be. Are there no help at all? and the third thing is is that trust and confidence you know that does it say in your stomach well do they come off with a quiet confidence or you feel comfortable this is going to work out remember this is going to be a 30-day minimum you put the house on the market the next day or 45 or two months or whatever so it's going to be a period of time that if you don't have that confidence in them and even likability, that can be that can be a serious problem and then maybe you can talk may mention the three points that, that you want to really make sure that we got out as far as lending
0: Oh, as far as lending goes, um, you know, I just I think it's super important, and I think that it's got we've gotten away from it. It's very important to get pre-approved um, as a seller. I, I see it a lot more on contracts. They want to see a pre-approval letter or a pre-qualification letter from a lender within 24 hours of acceptance. That's huge. If somebody can't provide that, then you shouldn't be working with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, too often, you know, you get by- sellers held up. With somebody for 45 days that can't secure their financing and that's just i mean that's just poor service all around so get pre-approved ask that your buyers get pre-approved before you even talk to anybody
2: you know we, we realize that the person that we're dealing with is making one of the biggest decisions in their life and it's just being patient and understanding of their of their uh their situation you know putting yourself in their shoes and just treating them like you ultimately want to be treated and getting it done like i said as as quickly and efficiently and as you know painlessly as possible which is our ultimate goal It's to make everybody happy in the transaction so
1: awesome awesome hey we're getting ready to wrap up today's show thank you again for joining us all, uh, all the listeners and also again dave hoy and deb rust of new american funding I want to talk to you about next week's show? I'm really excited about that, and that title is Step Three, and that's having an updated house can make you or break you. You do not want to miss this. We're going to go over what things you need to have and make sure they're updated. The good news is many sellers already have that, but if you don't, you really want to tune in. If you can't tune in, get the book. ReadySetSoul.org. Go to ReadySetSoul.org, not .com, and get the book. It's free. You'll be glad that you did. Enjoy the book. Read the book. Use somebody else. I don't care. Talk to any agent that you want to, but just get that information. It's so, so critical. So with that, I'm going to leave you and wishing everybody a fantastic rest of the weekend and have a fantastic week, everyone.